The shadows of storm and night. The mysteries of life and light. From unearthly peculiarities, celestial and divine, to apparitions and transcendental signs. You're listening to To The Spirit Podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to The Spirit. I'm Beck. And I'm Steph. Hi, Steph. Hi, Beck. And today we have a special guest. But before I get into that special guest, I am doing this podcast brawless. <laughs> She's going commando. I am. I don't know if that's offending anyone, but it is so comfortable. It helps the podcast. I think you feel free. The ladies feel free. I, I know all the ladies out there can relate to freeing the girls. <laughs> well, there is some constriction with that. I think guys understand this with some tight underwear sometimes it feels good just to let go because free ball it yeah you're free balling it's true there's nothing more free than free balling <laughs> <laughs> today's guest is awesome i think we're gonna have a blast i've been excited about this episode for a while how about you oh yes no this is gonna be one of our fun ones he has a master's in film directing he's been an avid watcher and creator of movies since well since forever. His films have screened in galleries from Rome to Munich to Tokyo and in New York City. He's the sinister minister, a pesky poltergeist. Please welcome our friend, Jason Wicks. Hi, Jason. Thanks for being here with us today. Welcome to your doom. <laughs> I, got, I got my spider cider here and let's get oh. paid. Beautiful. Tell us, Jason, where can people find your work if they're interested? Just go to um, YouTube, WikiJ74, and all my movies are on there. I'll put that link in the description for our listeners to check out. Word. D do you remember what Spider Cider came from? Did you girls ever go to the um, Haunted Hayride? Yes. Mm -hmm. Spider Cider and Deadly Donuts. No, wait. Tender Morsels. So for anybody that doesn't know, we're all from Syracuse and children of the corn area outside of Syracuse is like <laughs> six. It was haunted hayride. And I remember going and I was fucking starving and they're like, we're going to have refreshments midway. And then midway through, we pull up and these witches and warlocks and ghouls come out and the witch goes, have some cider, cider and tender morsels. <laughs> and the fucking spider cider was an eight ounce cup that was like one third full. So it was like a glorified shot. And the tender morsels were two <laughs> mini powdered donuts that you get at the supermarket, 80 for 259 Entenmann's. And I'm like, what <laughs> yeah. the hell is this? So yeah, anyway. So whenever I have a drink during Halloween, it's spider cider. Let's dive into some of our films that we've picked out. Well, just in general, The Fog. There's one called Demon Seed, where a computer impregnates a chick that he has hostage. And The Fly, everybody knows about Brundlefly, so... The fly. Um, Classic. Yeah. Puking on things and melting them down. You know, that's what he does. <laughs> One of my movie picks is The Forest. The Forest is about a twin sister that disappears in Japan in that suicide forest. At oh, the bottom Christ. of Mount... Yeah, it's in the bottom of Mount Fuji. It was, it was really good. It was psychological and frightening, but it was a good pick. It was kind of a, you know, lesser known movie, but it was fairly recent. Another movie I really like, Shaun of the Dead. It incorporates humor and zombies. Just a classic film. Yeah, I like when they mix humor, like what we do in the shadows. Yes. Um, I love zombie movies. 
I don't know why. I've always had a, a total irrational fear of zombies. Maybe because I feel like it's totally possible. Only because of things like bath salts and flaca. There's <laughs> <laughs> enough flaca videos to make you think so, I submerged myself into that situation and I think, what would I do if there was zombies coming after me so i'm going to talk about a couple more films relating to zombies that i really enjoyed interestingly enough it's kind of a korean genre some of those are trained to busan i don't Just know watch guys, oh Just great movie what you really think cool. yeah yeah you know they're the fast zombies ah, you know yeah. <laughs> you know i like when zombies are bent over and when they stand up you can hear all the clicking and they're just twisted looking you know mm-hmm. that's what they are did you get to see the sequel to it peninsula no, no. Is it, same, is it same quality? Is like just as good, or? Uh, it's a different, different storyline. Same makers. Supposed to be the sequel of it. Just got released this year. I thought Train to Busan was better. Okay. And then another movie that is along the same lines. It's actually got released on Netflix this year, and it's called Hashtag Alive. And it was a Korean zombie movie. I think the concept in that one there was different little things that I enjoyed that were different as opposed to other zombie movies because when they got a hold of their victims, they would drag them like spiders kind of across the ground. Ooh. That sounds scary. <laughs> it was scary. That Those scenes were a little frightening, yeah. but I got some scare mail I want to read. And this is from Kara and Camillus. Kara says there's an early Peter Jackson film called Dead Alive. It's about yeah. a young man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's about a young man who's been coddled by his mother his whole life. And when she became a zombie, he has to deal with it. It takes place in New Zealand in the 1950s. The movie is full of dark humor and features lines such as your mother ate my dog and a Kung Fu fighting priest that says I kick ass for the Lord. It also features a humorous baby zombie and a mother of a monster. Literally. She added that the movie is pretty gruesome effect wise, but it holds up pretty well. And she thinks it's the best movie ever. Thanks Kara. I think that's a great movie. I I have a story about dead alive when I was first introduced to dead alive. So some mate, said, hey, in the East Village, there's this like gallery and they're showing movies and everything. And it literally looked like it hadn't been, it's it had been around since the 1800s. And um, we go upstairs and there's this room with a projector and there's just people sitting around and water's dripping and you, you had to watch where you're stepping or you might fall through the ceiling. And uh, that Alive was on and I was like, wow, this is really cool. But it was at the end when he's fucking killing everybody with the lawnmower. I'm like, wow, that, that, you know, I got to check that movie out. So it was like I was sort of in Dead Alive. And then the girl goes, okay, we're going to watch this other movie called Street Trash. Have you guys ever heard of Street Trash? No. No, not at all. Okay, so it's basically about all these homeless dudes in New Jersey who they buy this liquor called Tenafly Vipers. And you drink it and you'll, you'll melt, right? So in Street Trash, it's around like rubble and stuff. And we're surrounded by rubble. And Maggie, at one point, my girlfriend was like, I can't handle this. And it, <laughs> it was like we were, <laughs> it was like we were in street trash, you know? And um, yeah, so, so whenever I hear Dead Alive, it's always sort of connected to street trash and that scene. Yeah, so that's my, my Dead Alive story. And so that's a, it's a great pick and a great story. Don't want to watch street trash. I've tried to watch street trash many times and it's just, yeah it's not that great well at the end of dead alive the mom has become like really ginormous i'm trying to remember it you know i haven't seen it maybe twice in my life did she get like humongous and she was freestyling too like she didn't have any 
Yeah. She, didn't have, she was pre-boobing? She was, she was pre-boobing. <laughs> yeah. We're connecting the themes. Yes, we are. It's a girl that takes after my own heart here. Well, it's funny because I feel like there must have been something in Peter Jackson's life to make him think of these themes. Yeah, I just remember like this creature and she's to the hero like, come to mommy, like, come over here. And, you know, she's all messed up and looks like something out of the thing, you know. <laughs> well, the other Peter Jackson movie, Bad Taste, do you remember that one? I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember it really. It's a long time. Yeah, it's very, it's amateurish, but it was pretty funny. I <laughs> I remember we had a VHS in my house up in my sister's bedroom, and my dad accused us of having a porn tape. <laughs> like, it is not a porn tape. And he's like, yes, it is. I'm like, well, how would you know? Somehow my dad was convinced it was porn, and it must have, like, uh, give him a flashback or something. <laughs> it was called yeah. Bad Taste. <laughs> Let's talk about movie scores or music in a movie that might have scared you. You know, that amazing music that just, or sound effects even, that just really bring that movie to life, bring it right into your living room, bring it right into your nightmares. All right. So this is just a little thing. The Shining is, is a cool um, score because it's not, yeah. it's not really music. It's like heartbeats and like, and like metal and like weird stuff. So even watching it now, you notice that the score is just simmering and making you unsettled. Like that's what it's supposed to do. But what I will say, any kind of devil shit, like fucking Omen or anything that goes kind of like, uh, don't me go Satan, don't me go. <laughs> like, you know, with the cherub kids, like, you know, or like at the end of Poltergeist, it's la, 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 you know, like, I can't handle any of that. To play with my girls, we'll be sitting on the couch and she'll go, you know, what, what movie do, do you want to watch tonight? And I'll go, okay, well, we're going to pick something that goes, oh, me go, set, Penny, oh, me go. And she'll go, no, no, no. Yeah, she's, so I <laughs> kind of mess with her that way. But yeah, any any kind of chanting in Latin or that kind of freaky stuff. Yeah, so, you know, all men or any kind of devil stuff, I, I think would does me in. Yeah, no, those are the movies that I had listed because of the same reasons. Beautiful. Uh, I I actually brought in War of the Worlds on that one only because when those things were coming out of the ground, that just, movie frightened me. I mean, time. that was a frightening movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like how the thing comes out of the ground. It's like ah, and it's it's starting to aim its phasers, and everybody's staring at it like, what is that? And then they just all get fried. Exactly. Fucking move, start running or something. What are you doing? Yeah, they always stand around staring. What's that? I mean, realistically, as soon as we start seeing the ground crack, we'd be out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's transition again. Let's go into the earliest childhood memory when a movie really just fucked you up. Now, this movie doesn't have to be a horror film to fuck you up. It can be anything. Now, for me, I have a couple listed. And I'll, I'll go right into mine. I have Watership Down. I'm mm -hmm. not sure if you've seen that. It's an animated film about bunny rabbits. <laughs> I've also got a, another animated called Dot and the Kangaroo. And as a kid, it was an Australian movie. Dot was a little Australian. But when the Aboriginals came in, the spirits of the Aboriginals, it scared the shit out of me. The video Thriller by Michael Jackson horrified me as a child. And the movie Phantasm, because there was a scene when they were in the morgue. Or where was it? What was it called? It was all a morgue, wasn't it? Well, or I don't know. Was it called a morgue where they put the body? A mausoleum. mausoleum. They were in the mausoleum and the bodies were just coming right out. And I just was like, nope, nope. 
there are things like Salem's Lot where the vampire, I don't like anything that taps on a window. And Salem's Lot, your friend would get bitten and it would tap on the window like, open the window, Frankie. So that kind of messed me up. But I, if I have a, a definitive kind of scare when I was a kid, it's the early 80s and I'm about like five years old and my parents didn't give a shit what I was watching. So like by the time I was seven, I'd seen The Shining and, you know, The Entity and all sorts of stuff. So Amityville Horror, I'm sitting on the ground three inches from the TV because that's what we did back then. It was one of those TVs that were the cabinet style, like on the ground. And yeah. um, that, that was our virtual reality back then. So I'm like, I'm staring at the TV and um, Amityville Horror comes on and yeah, you know, they shot it. I think they shot it in 60 millimeters. So it has that old kind of creepy quality inherently. But I'm thinking in my head at like six years old, this movie ain't shit. Like I, I'm going to go to bed right after this. No problem. And then all of a sudden I hear, get out. And I'm oh like, my God. And I'm like, what was that? And then it does it again. It's like, get out. And, I, and then you just hear me go, eh. And then my, my fucking mom takes me up and takes me out of there. Um, and then I couldn't sleep for like a week, but, uh, I didn't, I didn't see the rest of the movie at that time, but I've seen it since. It's not that scary, but you don't want to hear get out when you're a kid, three inches from a TV, you know? I agree. That's one of the movies. And I think it was, wasn't there like a part two to this movie that probably wasn't as good, but I've seen that one as a kid and there was some sort of scene where there's like a well and someone, some person is swimming, but I don't know what it is. It's like a person swimming through it or something happening. And I lost it. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. There are so many movies that spooked me as a kid. I don't know if they ruined me, you know, like for the rest of my life. There are certain things. I talked about this in our other episode of Films of Fright. The Exorcist movie itself, just because of the language that was in there, was to me so... I've never heard anything. There's some stuff in there that I've never heard in my life, but I knew it was bad. I don't think I've ever heard it ever since either. No, there's nothing no. bad. I mean, literally, there's a seat. I mean, I feel bad for the actress. She's a little girl, and she's got to say, your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> what kind of a line is that? And then she's taking a crucifix and stabbing her private parts with it. That's when I left. I think that was the scariest, most offensive thing I've ever seen in my life when I saw that movie. I was in Catholic school. You don't do that with a crucifix whatsoever. I don't know. That was, to me, very, very scary. I think Amityville Horror was extremely scary. Probably, to me, more scary than a lot of other movies, even including The Exorcist. Because I never finished The Exorcist. I still don't know how that story went because I never got back to it. it was That's how scared I was. Those old movies, the way they shot them or whatever film stock they used, it already was old-timey, creepy-looking. Oh, yeah. For sure, that dark, yeah. that darkness. I don't think they can emulate that today. I mean, they they have better graphics, better special effects, green screen, all that. But I don't know. They just can't bring that same vibe. I feel like the storyline and the music carried all the old movies and not the graphics, you know? And to me, that's more frightening is the feel of a movie in some ways more than what you're seeing. Because I've seen lots of modern stuff with great visuals, but it doesn't really impress me too much because you know it's fake. To me, it's always been the music and uh, the storyline. Yeah, that stuff didn't depend on computer graphics. Like everything now is too slick, but that's all we had back then was music and atmosphere and puppets, you know? It's true. Speaking of puppets, <laughs> how about some scary non-horror movies that terrified you? There had to have been a few of those. I've got two listed. One would be Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, man. One of my favorites. Again, ties into the zombies. I, I, something about those zombies. And then the movie The Road. Anything end of the world. It's just got that dark, 
terrifying thing to it. What about you, Jay? I, I was going to the bathroom from all the spider cider. Uh, <laughs> and, and you can leave that in. Okay. Um, so, uh, all right. So there's a part A and part B. So it's the 80s and there's this nuclear umbrella we're all living under. Like we think we're going to blow up every night. Like the Ruskies, you know, like Red Dawn. Again, all this stuff was when I was like six and seven. And I, I watched, it was summer and I watched... Um, uh, the Man Who Saw It Tomorrow about Nostradamus with uh, Orson Welles. That was and a scary film. That was scary. It, it was, I mean, they show missiles. They show like this tyrant pointing at, at like a map and then it's like Washington. And then you see the missiles point of view, like coming down on the city. I remember the next day we all were hanging out, climbing trees and we were in a tree and uh, I was talking to my friend Paul and some other people. And I'm like, we're all going to die, man. It's, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so that actually scared the shit out of us for like 20 years. You know, now it's calmed down. But again, it's the 80s. A little bit after of um, Man Who Saw Tomorrow, they announced the day after it was coming out. You know, it's about nuclear war. It's no holds barred. Not really a great ending. It's kind of how it would happen. And my parent, I'm like, can I watch the day after? And they were like, no, you, you can't watch it. But I had a trick. So I would sleep with the door open. And if you peeked, looking through the door you can see the tv so when i'm in bed i would put a mirror up on my little dresser and Ooh, that's good yeah i could lay I, I used to watch like monday night football i'd watch my dad and his friends play atari and bet on space invaders and throw the controllers and get pissed off so i'm watching the day after you know again i'm thinking this is gonna be fine whatever but it just by the end of it my eyes are wide open and i remember going into school the next day you know you go to homeroom before the classes started and all the kids look shell-shocked man people look like they were shattered like they're raving all night it was bad man and uh, yeah i showed that to my girlfriend recently and by the end of it she's like what are you doing to me i'm like this is how it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> all right i got a scenario for you guys yeah this is for both of you Watch the tape from the ring or have to say Candyman in front of a dark mirror. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch the tape from the ring because I haven't seen the, the movie fully, so I don't know what's going to happen. But with Candyman, I remember I actually went to the theater for that movie. That was a bad situation. You said Candyman, he'd show up and then... Oh, they were both bad situations. Yeah. <laughs> So I have to say, The Ring, I had that dark feel to it the whole time, where The Candyman was dark, but not as dark as The Ring. Hmm. The full feel of the movie, don't you think? I don't know. Everything was so toned down in that movie, in, in The Ring. It was Everything was like in a really dark room all the time. <laughs> That's all I remember, anyways. <laughs> Before I, I give you my answer, I want to tell you one of, really quickly, one of the worst times I ever had in the theater, okay? Okay. One one of them was in Save and Private Ryan, and one was in The Ring. And the connecting for both of them was I got really high before both of them. So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there at the beginning of The Ring, and you know everything's going down. It's terror for like 15 minutes, and I'm gonna have a heart attack. I can't take it, man. I was telling my girl I, I gotta leave soon, but but and then it calmed down. Again, I almost died because I was way <laughs> too high, and you know. So all right, so The Ring. I don't know if anybody survived the ring but i feel like Candyman. we could but then again he's supernatural but at least we I, the, the ring girl can come out of your phone or whatever but like <laughs> Candyman, i think we can get some katanas and 
take him on a little bit and at least try. So I, I think I'd go with, I think, because I know he's going to appear behind me and I'm going to be ready. So okay. uh, I, <laughs> okay. I, I think I'm going to go with Candyman there. I, yeah. I agree with that. I think that's a valid point. It's almost like you're prepared for the Candyman, but you are totally unprepared for the ring. Mm-hmm. There's no real rules with the ring. If you say Candyman, he's going to appear behind you and then you can fight him and kick him in the nuts or whatever. Favorite movie, Maniac. Okay, meaning a human, non-monster that likes to kill. Slasher's welcome. The crazier, the better. What you got, stuff? Okay. I had to think about this because who would want to be anyone that's a murderer or a torturer or anything? And I wouldn't want to be any of those. But I do recall back in the 90s when Interview with the Vampire came out, the movie, I had never even read Anne Rice's book, so that was all fresh to me. Brad Pitt's what the heck was his, the name of his character? It was, was like Louis. Louis. Uh... Louis de, de Pont du Lac. That's right. <laughs> Louis de Pont du Lac. They should have but, just named him Brad. Yeah. yeah, Brad. Brad the vampire. Because basically, <laughs> Brad the vampire. him and it's so shocking <laughs> that someone like Tom Cruise somehow got away with being a vampire. I don't understand that. Because he has no mysteriousness about him whatsoever. But yet, he ca- that was a good film for the time. And Brad Pitt didn't ruin it, and neither did Tom Cruise. I'm going to go with Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, only because yeah. he's highly entertaining. I mean, his dance that he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd start laughing a bit, but and then I'd quickly turn to terrified because I can't get out of the well. I like my maniacs unhinged, right? They have to be batshit. That opens up the door to hilarity. But again, 1A and 1B, really quickly, Michael Myers. What made me like something like Michael Myers is when he'd fucking stab you and then he would tilt his head to one side and then the other, like he was admiring his work. But the one that I don't know if many people know, there's a movie called Black Christmas from 1974. It's directed by Bob Clark. He directed Christmas Story. Right. And it's got Margot Kidder and John Saxon, who just recently died. So this killer would, he, he would climb up your house and then just go in the attic. And so he goes into an attic of like a sorority house and in the attic is like fully furnished. There's a phone, there's a mirror, there's a bed, there's like entertainment and all this stuff. So he, he would taunt you, he'd call on the phone and call downstairs and talk to you and stuff like that. So anyway, there's a particular scene where somebody's mom or something comes to the sorority house before he could strangle her or whatever, she gets a cab and leaves. So it's his point of view from the attic and he's looking out the window and she gets in the cab and leaves. And then still his point of view with his arms, you can see his arms stretch out. He throws a fit and it, I saw the trailer and in the trailer, this happens. And I went, I got to see this, right? If you go to YouTube at around the 41 minute mark, you, and it's on YouTube, you'll see the maniac going crazy. So he, he sees his prey leave and then he turns around and it's kind of like, and he's trapped in the room really badly like there's a part where there's like one of those horses that we would ride as a kid and he just kind of pushes his face and it just barely moves and it's like you gotta take this killer down he can't even take down a freaking kid toy you know but uh uh, yeah that's that's my kind of maniac one where he doesn't get what he wants and he throws a fit yeah. I want to go into the movie monsters that you would prefer to fight because you led us into that perfectly. So let's talk about the best chance of survival. And I'm going to go with, of course, Chucky. 
just because I think you could just kick that little fucker across the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I didn't even think of that. He's really not threatening at all unless you're sleeping no. or something. No. And little gray aliens, I could just crush their giant heads in with my boot. Right. Because they're short. Well, there's tall grays heads. and short grays. I never heard of tall grays. Oh, there's tall ones. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have said that if I knew there was tall grays. All, all you got to do is punch it in its fucking eyeball, and it won't be able to see because it's such a big eyeball. I know they have big eyeballs. You just have to crush those little gray alien heads in with your boot and smash them in. <laughs> Turn your heel into the ground. What about the puppet master toys? Those would be easy to take out. Easy. No, just a few like toys. Yeah. But they're sneaky though. You know, they'll be under your bed. One will be under your bed. One will be under your pillow. One will be on the chandelier, you know. <laughs> That's true. But I feel like you'd have a good chance with them. I, I Now, I've struggled with this one, but I feel like I could take them. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Huh. <laughs> what do you think? I, I don't know. What? Like, how, why do you think it's easy? Because they, they hypnotize and do all that type of stuff, Yeah, right? but he was confined to his castle, and he was always old. Right. And feeble. And he would be like shadowy, you know, like he would kind of haunt the people that were there with him, but not very threatening. He tried to seduce them with a bunch of naked ladies. But then outside, all that he could do is get someone to believe him and then give up their will. But it seems like if you fought him, because then you see it was Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Oh, Van and Van Helsing. Helsing used a Eucharist from the Catholic Church and burned it on his forehead and then he was done. <laughs> right. You know what? I, You're making a lot of sense. We could blow that fucker up. We can have like Steffi knock on the door and he answers and then she just backs up and we could Steffi and I could swoop <laughs> in and shoot him with some stakes or something. Like, yeah, he's not for a fast He's crazy Yeah, he's not. And if you think about it, when he had to travel from Transylvania or wherever that was, Romania, he had to be locked up in like crates. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't just travel like a normal person. Why did he have to be locked up in crates? He could only come out his night and like he'd shape shifts into a wolf or something. Dracula's a punk. Yeah, I think Dracula's a punk. Yeah, he's a slow moving punk. Yeah, we can get him. No problem. I did want Brad Pitt to be my friend and interview the vampire because he could fly and take you off to a concert or do something <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> Steph wants to go to a concert with Brad the vampire. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Steffi, who's your friend here? Brad the Vampire. Okay. He had self-control. That's what he learned. That's why I liked him, because he had all the powers. He had the nice, clear nails. Remember, they show, <laughs> they show the nails, He's and it would show like, these really clear nails. Uh-huh. It's hilarious, because you guys are talking about his nails. <laughs> but it was true. It's in the movie. They show his nails, and they're like nice and clear. He has self-control. He, he drinks the blood of rats or whatever street animals that he finds so he has self-control he's like the virtuous vampire almost like a saint like i've redeemed myself okay okay and that's See, why i liked him this leads me into the movie monster you would want to be and i'm just gonna answer that for stuff she'd like to be brad the vampire <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> no but how about a movie monster you would really want to be a monster meaning anything yeah i'm gonna go with predator myself that's a good one, man. Yeah. Invisibility, you know, lasers, you know, all that. I've like, always wanted to be the invisible man since I was a kid. I don't know if he's even a monster, but he's, well, he's kind of evil. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of. I wanted to be the invisible man. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that's on my list. I have two. And invisible man was on my list. Like, that's a cool power to have, like, to be mm -hmm. invisible. But he's not super strong. And if you get cornered, you're done, you know. But 
I, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with Pennywise. I'm going to go with Pennywise, but here's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do any pedo shit. Okay. So I, <laughs> think about it. He can teleport. He can change shape. It'd be funny if we were having a movie night and you just look over and I'm sitting there like Pennywise holding balloons. You'd be laughing. Yeah, I think I'll go with him. I think I'll go with that. If anybody messes with us, if there's any ruffians, I can turn into like a 30-foot crab creature and just take him out and then we can go back to the arcade. Okay, my problem with Pennywise is that he's in a sewer or somewhere. He pops up in a place that is so claustrophobic that I could never be... Pennywise. I don't know if this was in the recent film because I watched it. I don't remember much of it for some reason, but I remember the 90s version. Do you remember the TV series that came out? Yeah. Yeah. So he was in a sewer and that to me looks so claustrophobic that I thought that's so horrifying being a clown and so you could in never... a tiny sp- I could never ever be it yet clown <laughs> because I don't like those spaces that he's in. I like maybe some of the powers he has. Okay, fine, but not the spaces. We can throw some great parties in the sewer. The acoustics are great. There are some people, you know? The podcasts are awesome. <laughs> if, we, if we did it like in the meatpacking district, we'd have a, a rope and, and bouncers. It'd be great. <laughs> I mean, this all leads me into the next segment, which is a movie monster you would chill with or have as a mate. Now, obviously, Steph would not be chilling with you, Jay, because you'd be Pennywise, and it just, she couldn't handle that. But I would chill with Pinhead. Uh, yeah, he, he yeah, he just kind of talks like Shakespearean, you know, and he just kind of is standing there all the time. It'd be all right, you know. If I was going to go with a more G-rated monster, you know, I'd probably hang out with the Sanderson sisters. I don't know Only. That. Oh, the that? Sanderson what? sisters, you know, the uh, Hocus Pocus, you know, Bette Midler. Oh, yeah, I didn't know <laughs> I just showed my girl that like last week. Yeah. She hasn't seen that now. And all these people on Pinterest, like, you know, focus, focus time. And, you know, I'm like, let's do it. I just rewatched that recently. And I realized how actually evil they were. Because when I first saw it, I thought they're very entertaining and funny, which they are. But then they like steal the energy of children. So they suck the energy. Like they show like this, like glowing light going into them. I'm like, wow, they are really evil. I'd never thought about it because I looked at it as so playful as a movie. But just recently, like looking at them, I'm like, wow, that is freaking evil. They are really evil. These witches are evil. But they sing, I'll put a spell on you. (laughs) (laughs) Can't have Bette Midler in a movie while it's song. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're all going to chill with Carrie. Okay. Oh, boy. (laughs) We're going to chill. Because look, her mom is done at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. And, um. We, we would bring her into our crew. We'd go smoke some cigarettes at Denny's. We'd take her to a golf club, get her a dude, and we'd be <laughs> fine. She, she would just be hanging out with us. But again, self-defense. I'm thinking self-defense. If anything should come at us, she could just set them on fire and blow them up. She is a weapon of mass destruction, so that's kind of cool she's to like, have her as a mate. She's like an X-Men or something. You know, that's all she, really she is. And, you know, show her a little love and friendship, and I think uh, we'll have a deterrent. We could also give her an antidepressant counsel her for ptsd she'd be good to go yeah we'll just throw some wine down her throat everything be fine i'm gonna give you three tools and you have to pick one of these tools these three tools are for specifically a zombie yes yes i'm ready so all right you have to choose either a sharp thick pencil with a troll topper head oh this is getting worse okay a bag of apples or a stack of blankets (laughs) Well, I think we're, I think I'm dead picking any of them, but 
I might, I mean, these are the slow zombies, I suppose. So I, I might go with a blankie, a couple of blankies. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can just wrap them up and kick them over and then fucking run, you know? Throw them over their heads and go blind them. <laughs> You're going to get three tools for vampires. You got to pick one. A high lumen flashlight with strobe, a tub of garlic butter, or a Red Cross bag of blood from a donor on LSD. Okay. I would invite them to my house and seeing I'm part Italian, I'd make them a nice Italian meal and I would <laughs> load them up with garlic. I mean, you can eat me, you can eat me in a little bit, you know, I've been not on before, you know, it's no big deal. And then they would, they would eat the, the garlic and just their head would explode or whatever, you know. Okay, so <laughs> going with the garlic butter then. All right. Yeah. All right. Three tools for a werewolf. You get a squirt gun with colloidal silver, a grain-free dog food, or a tennis ball. You know what? I'm gonna go with. I was gonna go with silver, but you know, I think that they would chase the tennis ball. Good choice. Yeah, if he's about to jump on me, I would hold the tennis ball. And go look, 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> then I would throw it, and I think that'd be the best chance. Unless he's part beagle and doesn't give a shit about tennis balls. Yeah, I have something for you, you girls. Okay. Oh no. Okay, we're ready. Okay, so it's a little bit of a contest, and everybody listening can try and guess along too. We're going to do two quick rounds, very, very quick. I'm going to try and beatbox something for you, and I'm going to do it terribly, and you have to guess, okay? So the first one is a Halloween song, all right? Like a, a song that's always played through Halloween, okay? Let okay. Me, so here we go. All right, ready? You got to guess the song. <laughs> and it goes like this. <laughs> Does, it, um, <laughs> Does anything come up? It's sort of like you're hawking a loogie. I know. <laughs> all, right, all right. I did it wrong. Let me do it again, okay? And you, okay. You try uh, okay. Here, here, right, here we go. It sounds familiar, though. It does. You I can get know. it. Very famous. I don't know. I mean, everything that's coming in my head is tainted love. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> What are you getting, Steph? Uh, Nothing. I know it sounds very familiar, but it's it's not popular. Uh, I know as soon as you tell us, we're going to go, oh, so what is it? It's Thriller. Oh. Thriller. You know, like that. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So this one, all right, this is winner take all. This is the final one, okay? And I think I think you'll get it. It's basically two notes that are just repeated over and over really fast, okay? All right, you ready? All right, yes. three, two, one. Jaws. Uh, no, no. That's it. It basically just goes. You're calling from outer space, is it? <laughs> it, it? All right, you failed. It's Halloween 3. You know, 10 okay. more days to Halloween. Oh, yes. No, that's the weirdest one of the Halloween movies. That is. It's a very strange soundtrack wow i never would have thought of that but when you say it now i know she's yes, hearing it now so she's weird. hearing it now yeah here's a fun fact <laughs> they were running out of money and um they had to come up with a song for that commercial that they play throughout the movie and um they went to public domain and took london bridge and just changed the lyrics oh wow, wow. that makes so sense london bridge is falling you know like that's yeah. that's all it is so yeah hmm. okay you, you guys tied for twelve point four million dollars. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Would you babysit Emily Rose for three full days, crab walk included? 12, 12 okay. Um, well, at this point, I want to pay off my student loans. So <laughs> I, I'll, I, God damn, that's terrible. That's terrible, man. You wouldn't get any sleep or anything. And, uh, three, days uh, it three days. Three days. It's not too bad. Three days. It's like doing a rave. Yeah, it's 72 hours. You know? uh, okay. All right, I'll get mushrooms and somebody and stay up for three days and do it. So, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. All right. So, for 50.2 million in gold bars. Whoa. Would you dive down in Crystal Lake and steal Jason's hockey mask off his face? Oh, man. he He's used to swimming, chilling down there. So, um, yeah, I would try it, but I don't think I would. I would, yeah, I don't think I would, I would survive, but, uh, again, student loans are all the phone calls and everything. I got to try. I got to oh try. Boy. He's going yeah. for it. We got to up the ante here. Okay. Yeah. I'm up in the ante then. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 I'm going to give you $143 million for this one. Nice. I mean, this, this would take care of student loans. This sets you up for life here. You have to drill a hole into your skull just enough to expose your brain. And then you have to walk through a room of zombies. Would you do it? No, no. No. Not yeah, for $143 million? I mean, infection would, even if I got away from the zombies, the infection would already set in. And um, I think <laughs> by the time I got to the hospital, and you got to wait in line at the hospital. Hey, my brain is exposed. Sir, will you wait 45 minutes? Sit over there, please. It, <laughs> you know, yeah. Then you uh, have COVID by that time anyway, so. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, yeah, I don't think I'm doing that one. Okay, for $360,000. So this would take care of your school loans and you could buy a house in Connecticut. Okay, okay. (laughs) Would you walk through the arachnophobia house blindfolded and in boxers? Fucking forget it. Fucking forget it. I thought you would do that in a second. I'm thinking spiders. No, spiders are one of my... I could do that one. I'm not afraid of spiders. I don't like them. Yeah. I'm with Jason on that one. I would not be <laughs> would doing do that it one. for three hundred sixty thousand. Like I would go through the arachnophobia. Wow! If no. I see a spider in my house, I would grenade my house to kill that spider. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I get one of Elon Musk's flamethrowers. I didn't realize just... that that was going to evoke so much anxiety. Anxiety. Oh I yeah. I thought that was going to be the easiest one. No, for one hundred forty-two point eight million or whatever you said, I still wouldn't do it. Nuh-uh. Oh, it was three hundred sixty thousand. It was a low amount. Very low amount. <laughs> That it's that yeah that's even worse but i have one for each of you okay. we're ready so i'll go with back first for uh 6.666 million 666 dollars would you watch the exorcist for two weeks straight now i'm going to put you in a chair right and yeah it's, it's gonna be like a hundred inch tv and we're going to open keep your eyes open like little alex and uh clockwork orange so even when you fall asleep, your eyeballs are looking at it. And, oh God! Uh, yeah, two weeks straight. Would you do it for six point six million? I oh, wow, that's I'll a do it. I would such, do it. Okay, that's this is me though. I don't I know. know. I don't. I don't think I can handle my eyes. You're being up shit. and every night, Beck. You're up every night. <laughs> <laughs> every time I talk to you, I'm just sleeping. All right, I do it. I do it. I do it, and then I'd come out of there really fucked up, and I would be saying that the words to every. I'd know the whole thing through and through and I'd be psychologically scarred for the rest of my life. I'd close my <laughs> eyes and see that movie, but I'd do it. I'd do it. 
All right. Okay. You, I mean, you'd look like a vampire who hadn't eaten in centuries, but you'd be fine. You know? <laughs> uh, okay. So this is for Steffi. All right. We're going to go up a little bit more because this is a little, a little more crazy. So I'll go, um, Ten million two hundred eighty-two thousand six hundred eighty-two dollars. Okay. <laughs> so, any and all music. Now, this is for life. Okay. If you're watching a movie, if you go mm -hmm. to the movies, if you plug in your headphones into your phone and listen to a song, if you go to a live concert, all you're ever going to hear are a rotating bunch of scary movie themes. So, you'll go see like the Foo Fighters, and you'll hear like. You know, they'd be, they'd be playing <laughs> a song or whatever, or you, you'd go home and plug in your headphones to listen to a podcast and you'd hear, you know, um, the, the, the exorcist theme. <laughs> so for life, you're never going to hear music again, and it will always interject a, a scary movie theme. I wouldn't do that one. Definitely. That's I, uh, me too. Yeah. You know, that's way too much insanity. I could definitely use peace in my life. So if, that's all it was going to be. Yeah, to me, peace and money. Peace would be first. Money would be secondary. So it would be peace first. Yeah, music's too precious, really. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I could, I'd, I'm the same. I agree with that. To the both of you, would you spend a night in the Overlook Hotel with Jack Torrance or at the high school gym during prom with Carrie? Uh, um, I'll go Jack Torrance because he's limping. He doesn't move very fast. He's been drinking and shit, and he's he's just kind of sloppy. And uh, I would take him on, man. I'd get a trash can lid, so when he swung the axe, I'd deflect that and just push him over, and then start kicking him like Goodfellas, and it'd be it, you know. <laughs> what about yeah. you, Steph? I kind of agree because Carrie, she's just so angry. She's just aiming it towards anybody. Yeah, but you might make it out of there. She might not even affect you. You might just just make it right out of there. That's true. You'd be but... at the back of the crowd. I don't know. There's no, limit. I think There's no gonna... limit to her powers, though. You yeah, know, we don't know like the limit all... to her powers. Yeah, she's like going crazy and just lighting things on fire and doesn't care who's in the way. And only a few people caused that pain to her, you know, like her embarrassment. Yeah. But yeah, she took care of a lot of people for some reason. She had no control over it. Where I feel like with The Shining or whatever, I might have a chance. Don't know. But okay. it feels a little bit more doable to me. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. All right. Would you guys rather be abducted by aliens or chased <laughs> by running zombies? I'd rather be chased by zombies. Really? You yeah, know, aliens scare the These are the running zombies. These things run. I would rather fight and have that awesome energy of fighting, like that awesome energy, like <laughs> fucking punching people. You feel like high <laughs> off of like adrenaline. Then being helpless on a table and someone is probing you and putting some weird foreign substance in your mouth okay. and making you choke okay. and giving you nightmares for eternity. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with zombies, man. I've always wanted to take on some zombies, you know. Okay. Um, the aliens have, like, different, not powers, but if you somehow were eating breakfast on the spaceship and you, you hit a knife and you went behind one to stab it, they might turn around and then freeze you. And then next thing you know, you're getting something shoved up your ass and then thrown into a forest. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're a little more unpredictable. I think we can plan We can plan around zombies. You, you said fast zombies? Like, yeah, ah. they're running. Yep. Yeah. Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I would take my chance with that, I guess, because we, we know the limits. And, we, and once you know the limits, then you know 
how to how to come up with a battle plan. Yeah. Yeah, but that. you better be Usain Bolt, man. Is all I'm saying because you got a horde of those things running at you like You've 28 never seen days me later. Run. Oh, You've never seen me run, Becky. Were you a track star and I never knew? I was never a track star, <laughs> but I know I can run. And I'm also a th- almost a third degree black belt. Oh, that's I can take true. care of myself. Steph is almost a third degree black belt. So that would be, okay, I see. That's great to know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you're, you're the first one fighting them. Becky and I are chilling in the back. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if there was a ghost constantly sitting on your shoulders? It's shutter style. Uh, I don't know. Who wants to go first? I can't, I don't know. <laughs> I think I would pretend that I was giving piggyback rides. <laughs> and just let it go from there. Just piggyback rides. <laughs> She's piggyback riding, Jason. What are you doing? I would take it to the casino and see if it could read the cards of the dealer and try and get rich. And tell, Ooh, and, all right. That's and, a good one. And I'll build it a nice mausoleum. We'll put some... <laughs> LED lights around it. We'll, we'll put some Bluetooth speakers, play some house music, you know. Make I think, them happy. I think we can work with that. Yeah, I think we'll work, we can work with that. Yeah. Wow, you guys came up with some good ones for that. Stuff's going to give piggyback rides and you're going <laughs> to use that ghost to your advantage. I like that. That's positive thinking. That's smart. I have two little games for you, and this is the second one, okay? And um, everybody listening can decide who they think is the better performer, okay? I'm going to call this Monster Mouth. I'll go first to break the ice and embarrass myself first, okay? So I I got a couple of them. First one, we're going to start off as a zombie, okay? I want to hear how you would sound as a zombie if you're walking around, okay? So (laughs) I'll I'll go first. I'm a tortured zombie. You know, I'm a starving artist. So I kind of will translate that into my my voice. Okay, so here here we go. Okay, I'm a zombie now. Well, I want to come on your zombie. There are certain aspects of that where frustration. I was I'm interpreting millennial frustration because I heard some whining in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, personally, my interpretation of that is it sounds like someone getting on their Harley across the street at the bar, getting ready to leave, and they're revving their engine. But I, I didn't feel too horrified. Mm -hmm. All right, Steph, you want to do your zombie? My zombie is. Oh wow. That's 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 terrifying. Yeah, that's me without coffee every morning. <laughs> that's bad breath zombie. I know we gotta change that microphone uh, pop <laughs> pop filter now. I'm gonna do my zombie more like a disgusting <laughs> So apparently the zombie's on the toilet, right? Right. right. There's a struggle happening. <laughs> <laughs> we'd make a really crazy group of zombies (laughs) okay all right then the next one is possession okay so i want to hear your best exorcist or whatever so i'll I'll, again i'll go first picture my mouth open and my tongue flailing around okay all right (laughs) (laughs) so here's what (laughs) Alright, so, so now I'm possessed, okay? Alright, alright, I'm I'm fucking my stomach burns from laughing, it's so bad. Alright, okay. we're ready, we're ready. Okay, okay, you're ready, alright? 
My tongue is flat around, my mouth is open. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> that one's scary. That was okay. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, I can't. Oh, I'm getting. Why is stomach burning? Okay, Steph, that's you. That's you. Here. I have to just spontaneously you're, you're, get that priest away. Don't want the priest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Again, I'm not messing with that exorcist person. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't even compete with these. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Please, someone help me. <laughs> so the, the devil is saying, help me in your Yes. He's a trickster. He's trying to get the help. So he just, oh. you know. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got one more. Um, I, there was a fourth and it was a ghoul, but nobody knows what the hell a ghoul. It's such a, it's such a, um, kind of a generic term, but we're going to go with, uh, pod person okay from like um you know invasion of the body snatcher so so i'll, I'll go first again and we're, we're chilling out we're playing warlords on atari and um you staff you and back are like jason's acting weird and then i i noticed that and then i point at you and go <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so we take the controller we take like the joystick and beat the hell out of you with it <laughs> Yeah, because pod people don't really do anything special. They just point and scream at you, right? That's true. <laughs> a yeah. point and scream. Okay, so now now Becky and I are chilling with you, Steph, and okay. um, and we're playing. Uh, what are we playing? We're playing Miss Pac-Man or something. And uh, Becky's like, Steffi, Steffi looks a little strange in the eyes. And then you notice that, and you go. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens to me every day. <laughs> it's the cigarettes. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. So it's a possessed pod person, right? Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, I think you have sleep apnea. I, I would tell your pod person I think you need one of those masks. The oxygen mask at night. Let's talk about childhood trick-or-treating stories yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm sure everyone has a good one so my birthday is like two weeks before halloween and you know in the early 80s when i was watching exorcist entity and amityville horror um there were these things called zany zappers and they looked like and you can see the commercial on youtube or whatever and it's like those uh 80 sunglasses like tom cruise wore and fucking risky business but it had a, a light in front of each of your eyes and then it had like a little cord and then in your pocket you can have the on off switch and you can flick the on off on off on off and it would make your eyes blink blink you know what i mean and um yes. you couldn't see out of these goddamn glasses if, if there were solar clips you wouldn't even notice you wouldn't even, yeah you know you never notice so so dad and mom are taking me around and you know in those days you would hop in a car go to a street trick-or-treat on that street hop in the car go to another street so it's the first leg it's the first street and second and third time i get my treat uh, and i start tripping a little bit and i'm like knocking over a bush and my dad's turning around with a cigarette in his mouth Are you all right yeah i'm fine fourth house i open up my bag i, I can't even see the person right i don't even know if they put a, a grenade in my bag i wouldn't even know you know my dad and mom go down the steps and i start going down the steps and i fall and i like 
fl flail around on the ground and my chin is bleeding and my lips bleeding a little bit. Oh and, boy. Yeah, and as my dad would do with anything that we were playing with that hurt us, he would do it like this. And the, this Halloween example is the same thing. He would, he picked me up, he grabbed my glasses off my head, he yanked them up so the controller fell into his other hand and he crunched them and like broke them, dropped them, and then he just grabbed me and said, let's keep going. The rest of the fucking time, it like my, my costume was, I slicked my hair back, had a jean jacket on. I was like, Joe, cool. But, and then I would surprise you with the eye, eye thing. So the zany zappers were the whole costume. And once they went away, I was just basically like, I don't know, Grease or Elvis or whatever, you know. <laughs> you lost your persona. I did, yeah. And and, and I looked them up on eBay, they're about 100 bucks now. But oh. I, I wish they would come out with them again so we can all trip over each other. Zany Zappers. Yeah, Zany Zappers. So that's, that's kind of like my earliest kind of example. And, and I remember going to a house and the door was open and there was a Dracula dude at the top of the stairs. Like there was a, you know, the stairs you go up to the second level. And I went halfway up the stairs and he like started coming at me and I went, ah, and I ran out of there. And uh, <laughs> I never got the candy, but I remember that when I think back, that being the creepiest like house, you know, I thought I was going to be murdered. I don't know how old I was, but I know that when I went to my local grocery store, there was a Yoda mask, and it was in that cardboard box with the clear... Yes! Yes! And I had I the Yoda mask, and I was like, I'm going to be Yoda, and it came with the plastic, I don't know, overall suit or whatever that was, and the plastic mask. So when Halloween came, I was like, I'm not going to go. I changed my mind at the last minute. I have no idea why I changed my mind. I just, I think... It just seemed like, I don't know, I just didn't have fun last year. I don't know what gave me this decision whatsoever. But then I heard kids in my neighborhood, and they're having fun. And I was like, all right, I got to go. And some of my friends came to my door, and they're like, where is she? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. So I grab my mask, and I take off. And I only get a few houses, and the stupid plastic mask is digging into the corner of my eye. I don't know if anyone from the early 80s or whatever that experienced these masks they freaking hurt your eyes it was sharp yeah it was very sharp so yeah. i came home crying i got back we we kind of came back up the street and like dad this is making my eye hurt i can't take it and he's like all right hold on so like can i be a ghost and so he gave me a fresh sheet like out of our closet that went on one of our beds and i cut eye holes in a mouth hole and i was a ghost did it so fast that I'm going to run out of the house. I'm going to be a ghost because I couldn't take the sharpness of the Yoda mask. And the moment I run down the street, I step on the sheet. Boom, it yanks off me. And then I put it back on. And this happened repeatedly. I kept on stepping on it. Boom, yank off me. And I almost had a nervous breakdown as a kid because I felt like my friends are going to wait up for me. I made a last minute decision. This is a nightmare. So I go back to the house because I was still on my street. And my dad's like... All right, I got an idea. He had me in his 40s, so by the time he passed away, he was about 80 years old. So he's really an old dad for me, you know, more like a grandpa. He takes that sheet, cuts it down, fixes it on my head, then makes like a wrap, like he puts it on my head like a veil, and then he makes like a wrap around my forehead, like another bandana around Like a it. turban? Like a turban. Then he took his ashtray of cigarette ashes and spit into it, and started making a beard on my face with the, <laughs> with the cigarette ashes. Oh, wow. And then put sunglasses on me 
and handed me one of my toys, which I was a big collector of machine guns as a kid. I don't know if you were, but it seems like the 80 was was loaded with like replica machine gun or gun toys. Yeah. But I always had gun toys as a kid. So I had a machine gun and it looked real, pretty much real without an orange tip or anything like fluorescent on it before they made that into a law. Basically, I had sunglasses, a fake beard, a turban and a machine gun. And my dad goes, here you go. You're a terrorist. I mean, this was during the Iran Contra days. <laughs> this is the Iran Contra days. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, I'm wearing a ski jacket. I literally had a ski jacket on because it's fall here and it's cold. I'm like, do terrorists wear ski jackets? Like, oh, yes, they do. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> so I ran out and I was a terrorist. Didn't know how controversial that was whatsoever. But that was my, like, I don't know, experience. <laughs> That was your trick or treat experience. experience that I will never forget. It's pretty damn funny if you think about it, but it's also very offensive to a lot of modern people. <laughs> I went trick or treating and I came to a house with an older couple. I said, trick or treat. And they said, give us a trick and we'll give you a treat. I didn't know. I never put two and two together and knew that you had to do a trick to get the treat. I mean, that had never happened to me before. Nobody does. Yeah. No, so, so just in a flash instant, I started kind of jitterbugging around, going way down upon the Swanee River. <laughs> and <laughs> what the hell song is that? That's a throwback, you know, like I think I'm an old soul. I think it's probably from the late 1800s, for all I know. <laughs> they enjoyed it. They threw a couple Tootsie Rolls in there, you know, all that work for a few little Tootsie Rolls, probably even the white Tootsie Rolls. Those ones really suck. And I get moving along. Now, at this point, my pillowcase is like three quarters of the way full. I mean, this was in the days we were using pillowcases. I don't know mm -hmm. what kids nowadays oh, use. Yeah. We weren't using those little plastic pumpkins. We weren't messing around. So I had three quarters of the pillowcase. You know, I had another house to give me a popcorn ball. You know, another house gives me a nickel. Another house gives me an apple. You weren't even supposed to do that. Okay, throw it in. And I get almost home and I got robbed by the older kids. Oh, they took boy. my took my pillowcase and just left me in the dust. I think one of those little doctor office lollipops was on the ground left over from what <laughs> That's terrible. It is. All that trickery and no treats. I had a group of people that I knew, but they dressed up as kids for Halloween and they thought they were the biggest bullies of the whole area and they were terrorizing people with like switchblades that were actually combs. Did you ever see the combs? Oh yeah, yeah. I had one, were, yeah. Yeah, they were threatening us with these switchblades, but then we realized they're combs, and they're dressed as Kiss, like, to a T. Very scary as a kid. They were throwing eggs at us. <laughs> that was kind of an exciting time. I loved it. I have to say, I did love it. But it was also frightening, too, because it was like we are being challenged by, like, the scary Kiss mob. So I went to Catholic school. You know, I was the punk of the school. I was, you know, out of control. They had the school dance. And I dressed, again, like, I don't know what my thing was with a greaser. So I looked like a greaser from the outsiders. One of the nuns that I didn't really like was at the entrance. I said, how you doing? And she's like, I'm doing great. And then I whipped out the comb and did, did, the, did the, you know. <laughs> but when you, face it a, <laughs> when you face it a certain way, it looks like fucking blade. And she, like, she yep. jumped back. And then I combed my hair and I went, I'll see you inside. <laughs> We're talking about Halloween, going trick or treat and stuff. Did did your parent? Is it just me, or did your parents take 
the good candy. Like I remember, yeah. I remember one one uh, trick or treating night. I pour everything on the table, and all the candies on the table, and my my dad's checking it for razors and you know pins, which never happened. And um, he separated. You know, this was the north side of Syracuse, so basically you're getting Smarties and you know lollipops and stuff. But uh, once in a while you get like the like Snickers or you know Reese's or something. And he separated all the chocolate and put it in in the refrigerator. And like two days later, I go back and I look and they're all gone. And I go to my dad and I'm like, what happened? Where's all my where's all my chocolate? Because that was like the gold, right? And yeah. um, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, you know, we, we we had a little fun with them, and uh, you know, that's it. <laughs> and, uh, I was so pissed off, man, because to get to a house that you get one of those things is it was great. But did, did your parents do that too, or is it was am I just you know? Oh strange? no, I mean, my mom was awesome because she always liked the candy I hated. So she ate all the bit of honeys. I hated bit of honeys, and she liked those uh, what were they called, Mary Janes or something like that. Yeah. All, yep. all the, the crap candy. So I was like, take it. And you know, meanwhile, I had my Reeses, my Snickers, all that. And then I would trade with my brother. I was lucky in that sense. My dad came up with the biggest lies of all time that I know of now, but didn't know then, you know, we would have awesome candy in there with all different stuff. We'd have the shitty like Smarties and all that shit, but then we would have like peanut butter cups and all the really good chocolate stuff. So my dad would be like, do you know Santa's elves come <laughs> Halloween night and they're looking for something because they want to see how generous you are. I think he made it up because I've never found it anywhere. <laughs> So we thought if we gave Santa's elves on Halloween night all our best shit, we would end up with a better Christmas. So we would go out and be like, I'm going to give my peanut butter cups and my Twix, my like whatever it was that was like chocolate and something because that seemed like the most valuable thing. And it was really my dad trying to get to our candy without being like, I'm stealing it from you. That was the most evil. That's pretty damn evil. That's evil. So every... Halloween for years, I used to put my best candy in a paper bag out in the front porch for Santa's elves, and it was my dad that took it. Wow. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. But don't you think it's awesome as a parent? Like, seriously, wouldn't you do that as a parent, though? No. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think no, I, I would. I would. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's because, genius. Because it's free candy. You realize your kid came home from candy and all of a sudden you're salivating. You're like, I want some of that candy. So you got to come up with a freaking story to control your kid. Well, what, wouldn't you just say, hey, honey, can I have a piece of your candy? I know that might work, but my dad was a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're nearing the end here. And this is a little experimental, but I have one more little game for us to play, okay? Okay. So this. This is called, uh, I just wrote down Zombie Talk. We all love zombies. And I think it'd be fun if, if we can role play, let's say, uh, Steffi and Beck, you come over, I'm playing Space Invaders on Atari, and I'm a zombie, and you're trying to get me to go out and do something, like to be a movie or to get food or whatever. So <laughs> I'll act the zombie, okay? And you guys try and get me to go out. So you're going to be a zombie, and I'm we have friend. to try it. Yeah, I'm your friend, but I'm a zombie. But you got to get me to do something. But, I, you know, okay. I'm freaky. Okay. okay. All right. So, so I'm playing, all right? Hey, how you doing, friends? Hey, Jason, do you want to come with us and get some brain pizza? 
they they put brains on pizza. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get you all the best brain toppings you want. They, Double butted sausage, brains, pepperoni, and brains. Oh, uh, do, do they have hot sauces there? Oh yes, we steal them from Taco Bell. We got lots of I like Taco Bell sauces. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not doing so well at space in it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Not yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> That was the easiest. <laughs> you know, pizza's my favorite food, man. I, you know, if I'm a zombie and you throw brains on pizza and I have hot, different hot sauces, fine. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I defaulted to that because pizza's my favorite too. Oh, yeah, you can't beat it. So, Beck, you're the zombie now, okay? And okay. Um, Steph and I come over and you're watching um, Gilmore Girls or something, okay? Okay. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> We got to get you to, to go to a movie, okay? All right, so uh, so Steph and I walk in. Okay. Oh, Gilmore Girls. Back, do you need to go to the bathroom? Le- I like this town. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> okay, back. she's great, but you got to get out of the fucking house, okay? I know you can't move so well. I know your jaw's falling off. We can put a you know handkerchief around it. One more episode. <laughs> if it's on DVR, you're coming to the fucking movie with us, okay? We're going to the movie. Sucky. <laughs> well, got. I bet you Gilmore Girls can't do this for you at the theater now because there are zombies everywhere. They have popcorn brain. Okay. Oh. Gilmore Girls have movie. <laughs> you know what, Steph? Fuck. She's a fucking lost cause. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you can't pull can't me away from me. that Gilmore Girls, guys. <laughs> I don't All even right. know what it is. I've heard of it. I don't know what the hell Gilmore Girls. <laughs> it's a really oh my god it's like a teenage like tv tv series teenage i don't even persons. know if it's only teenage. girls would watch it or maybe yeah jason only girls, girls. Would... <laughs> somehow jason knows about it i don't know why <laughs> i have no why he give me gilmore girls of everything <laughs> that that was the, the, the that particular brain cell dying from my spider cider and it just oh. <laughs> okay we got to get stuffy somewhere back where, where do we what can we try and entice her to do okay steph is drinking her bottle of wine after and, a hard day at work and it's falling out of her neck but yeah keep going it's yep it's, it's just dripping out of her neck but she continues to drink it it's a big jug of carlo rossi <laughs> She's That's listening to QAnon on YouTube. <laughs> a political zombie. Okay. Yes. It's not political. It's pedophiles. <laughs> we got to get her off of that because she's literally brainwashed. Okay. How are we going to do this? Steph. Steph. Yes. What, what yes. are you fucking watching? 
Watching QAnon. You're a zombie. You're talking so good. QAnon. <laughs> oh boy. Just QAnon. Steph, you gotta come out with us. We're gonna go kill pedos. I am a pet. No, I'm QAnon. <laughs> no, we're a pedo zombie. <laughs> She's on the database and her picture is like this rotting stuffy face, you know? <laughs> Steph, we, the little children are outside. They're getting ready to go hey. trick-or-treating. Do you want to come out and eat them and crush them? <laughs> I go. <laughs> hey, and by the way, zombie Steph, I know you got another bottle of wine in the fucking fridge. Bring that along too. We're gonna put it no, I don't. You bring bottle of wine and I have some more. I'm dealing with an alcoholic zombie over here. An alcoholic zombie political pedo zombie. Oh, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, thank happy you. Happy Halloween. Steph, do you have anything you want to say before we close? No, I'm sorry. I didn't know that in the beginning of the show, we were supposed to have a movie, but I didn't know that. I thought we were starting off right off of questions. No, Well, I thought I we were just no going to be talking about films. I mean, I know. <laughs> But I just I had all the answers. I was prepared. She's so part zombie. She just turned back into the yeah. penis zombie. <laughs> okay. Don't need that label anymore. Hey, there's no labels around here. <laughs> be whatever you want to be. Jason, we've had a wonderful time with you. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. We covered a lot of subjects, a lot of yeah. situations. Yeah, we're going to have nightmares and tonight. Yeah. We're going to have to have you back on sometime just to really bring that fun to the anytime, people anytime hope everybody enjoyed it i'm back now stuff and remember we all float down here we all float to the spirit podcast supernatural science mystic spirit divine source heaven magic magic magic